All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Straight Red Football Channel. This is the uh, what tier four edition slash Christmas edition slash Brexit. Brexit deal. <laughs> the Brexit deal edition. You know what I mean? Lorries on the motorway and <laughs> struggling to get to Calais edition. Yeah, you have your boy Silent K. You have your boy Oguns as well. Oguns, how you doing, mate? It's, you know, it's Christmas Eve. Sad, man. Things are just things at the moment are just. Uh, it's mad. It's not good. It's not good. You? Yeah. yeah, it's mad, man. You obviously, there's a lot of people who probably had major plans to spend Christmas with their family and stuff, and they're still going to do it anyway. <laughs> you know what? People are still going to do it. You know what I mean? You know the neighbors are going to be snitching. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know them ones. The neighbors are going to be peeping at the curtain and calling nine 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 real quick. If there was money on it, I'd do it too. I, I don't want to lie. If there was money on it, I, I'm not going to lie to people. If there was money on it, hey, why not? <laughs> do you know Free what? Money. Yeah, they should maybe listen. If they really wanted to, to make this work, yeah, you're right. Put money on Put it. Put money behind that. Yeah, money Watch to, how hey, much people speed start down. snitching. You know what I mean? Ransoms and that. But yeah, man. So yeah, no, no let's get into this anyway, man. It's been, um, we want to, um, today, going to just kind of generally talk about the season so far. Has, um, we're, we're 14. 13, 14 games into the Premier League. Um, Liverpool at the top as it stands, so we might as well start with them. Um, just generally, like, what's your thoughts on Liverpool? Um, uh, like, I'll, I'll go into it first. Like, obviously, Liverpool have had a bit of a, a rocky start at the beginning, but I would say since that hammering um, by Aston Villa, they have slowly got into to some sort of rhythm. Um, one thing if I was to compliment Liverpool, yeah, is regardless of their injuries, people that have come in have, the, it's like they've come in and kind of just slotted in without really, really looking shaky. Do you know what I mean? So I'm thinking about the guy in midfield, Jones. I'm thinking about even all the defenders they've had, what, they've had that Reese Williams is his name. Phillips. Yeah, like, like they have when they've come in, they've not like they haven't been battered. Let's just to, to cut a long story short, they haven't been battered. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, what's your thoughts on Liverpool, man? No, they're doing their job. Like you can't, you know, um, fair play to them. Everyone thought, well, not everyone. Some people thought, and I thought, and I still do to some extent, that they are not the same team as last year, and the injuries are taking a toll. They are getting the wins, but they. Before this week, before that 7-0, they actually were conceding quite a few goals. Mm. They conceded more than Chelsea. Um, and quite a few other teams in the league. And not that... You, just, you, you would have just fought with Van Dijk there. And even against the game against Crystal Palace, like, like Alisson had to make a lot of saves. So, and even, even though it ended 7-0, I don't think Crystal Palace deserved it. And I think that they are still getting away with a few things. Mm. Um, but um, but they've got the points in the top of the league, so but much more to it than that, really. They're doing their job. So. You know what? As you're saying about the Palace game, yeah. So you're right. Like At what point was it that AU um, squared it behind Zaha? Oh, was it 0-0? No, man. I might have been, yeah. I think it might have been. Or it was one. Or it might have been one. I think it might have been. It was even 0-0 mm. or one. Because he, okay. he did a few poor passes to Zaha. Or he, there was a few chances they kind of had, which weren't full chances, but if they were mm. executed properly, they were basically tap-ins. So, but yeah, you know, I mean, it's it, what you it was get. A bit mad. 
it was a bit mad because obviously obviously goals change games in it, especially it changes the mentality of the team on the pitch and like we know what, what Palace is about. They they sit back and counter. So if they had scored at that moment, it could have been a tougher game. Because, oh, it would have changed everything. Yeah. Because um it wasn't even like Liverpool was playing great before that point. They they were just clinical. Do you know what I mean? They just mm. took their chances when they came in it. So if, if Palace had scored then, it might have changed the game. But in, in saying that, I think just generally Liverpool are looking pretty like they're they're slowly getting into momentum. Uh, Thiago's back in training. Um Milner a, and someone else in training. There's three of them have come back yeah. in training. So so though they haven't really been massively affected by the injuries, um these people are gonna come in and add some depth to to the to the squad, innit? And um just thinking about Liverpool again, I thought they was really impressive when they beat Spurs. I thought it was really impressive. They, they, they. Obviously, that was like the the top of the table clash a couple of weeks ago, and um, they seemed they seemed pretty on it. They was really like no, they batted them. But 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 the thing I'd say is, mm. yeah, yeah, you know, come on, you know, Muno don't care. He's, he comes with his bus and he and he plans to get his points, and he almost mm. did. He could have nicked it to be fair. So mm. fair play to him to obviously getting the three points, Liverpool. But I don't think that's necessarily a reflection of. Anything because apart from maybe Man United, Tottenham, mm. they basically just sat behind the ball, Tottenham, right for all the all the games against the bigger sides. Mm. So, and right. they they seed the initiative, in my opinion, anyway. They seed yeah. the initiative. All right. So obviously, another one of the top six I want to discuss as well is Manchester City. So obviously, for uh, like their season so far. So for me, clearly. Pep's sort of style of play uh, or how he's approaching games and how he's setting City up has changed this season. And I would argue it's for the worst. Maybe some people might say long-term is for the best, but obviously he's going into this with 4-2-3-1, playing these two holding DMs, which is obviously having an effect on them going forward massively. Sometimes KDB seems a bit isolated. He's used to having a David Silva alongside him or something. Um, and then, but the thing is, is that the positive side for them is that they're keeping a hell of a lot of clean sheets now. Um, so I know, I know Pep's been getting excited saying it's because John Stones is back in the team and all this and that. But I think it's just because they're playing this 4-2-3-1. Um, now, to me, City don't have, like, like I don't know. City, like, up front, they got an issue like even the other day when they played, um, who was their last game? When they won um, Southampton. Yeah. Southampton. They played, they, yeah, yeah, they played um, Ferran up front. And, um, you know what I mean? Just like, it's like, what, don't they trust Jesus? But, I mean, where's the grip? He's not that guy, man. I think, I, think, I think everyone knows he's not that guy. He's just, yeah, he's just, you know what I'm saying? He's just at the club. He's not that guy. So, like, what's your thoughts on how they've started this season? Like, like there's still a, a game behind, right? There's yeah. still a game behind, and defensively, their defensive record's actually the best in the Prem, but they're not scoring many goals at all. You see? Like, I think out of the top eight, they've got the least goals. In fact, yeah, even oh, even at the top ten, they've got the least goals. Mm. So it's and that 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 you know, at the end of the day, it's all good to keep clean sheets, but you need to win football matches, and I think they're going to struggle, even when Agüero comes back. He's not mm. that guy. And even though he kind of is back because he's playing a bit, but he's mm. got constant niggles and injuries, right? So yeah. I'll be honest. I think man, Pep 
Pep Guardiola, I know he's, he's even spent a lot this summer. I think he's finished that season to some extent. Unless the other teams collapse and they fall, like Liverpool doesn't keep up like sensational form, in essence. Hmm. He's done, I think. He's, in, in, well, for the Prem anyway. Champions League, you, could, you know, anyone could win that. But for the Prem, I think that's easy. So do you think he's done He's done this switch of, of tactic because of Champions League, though? Do you think that, do you think, like, this, for, this two D, CDMs that he's gone to now, it's because of Champions League that he feels like if he has a more defensive setup, he has more of a chance. Do you think? Because remember, with Pep, we've always said he's naive; he doesn't change it the way he plays. Suddenly now he's gone super defensive. Yeah. But is that is that super defensive really going to work in um, Champions League? I'm, I'm not convinced. You know, mm. the, the better teams in the Champions League, there probably isn't many actually. I don't think Champions League maybe as strong this year because the European teams aren't as good as they previously were. Mm-hmm. Apart from Bayern and maybe PSG. Barca and Real, they're not the same. Juve look a bit funny, mm. you know, unless, you know, I'm going to say Atletico's. Yeah, basically, look, I don't think, I don't think it's going to help him. I, I, I think that, that C, those two CDMs aren't very mobile. Um, and again, they might be conceding less than the Prem, but I think a Champions League team will probably still find them out. Mm. I think so um, I'm not convinced uh, I, I think uh, uh, honestly I think if they win the Carlin Cup or Carabao whatever they want to call it and maybe mm. the FA that would be a decent season for C obviously get top four but other than that I'm not expecting much from C I'll be honest okay alright well, so you, you, you kind know, of ruled what, what about you yeah <laughs> what about you you think like, they win the Premier League do you know what um, it's for me it's a it's weird possible, season but... you know it's a weird no, season. It is, yeah. yeah, it's a weird season. So it's like, like what I'm noticing, so obviously I'm going to, the next team we're going to talk about is United. Um, but what I'm noticing is like this season, it's like you've got your teams that are just set up to counter-attack um, and, and you've got your, your obviously you, you've got a few, um, but you've got the majority of teams who are playing more of a, an attacking style of football. But when I'm thinking of City, it's like Pep is just taking off the risk. He's not taking no risks anymore. That's why he's playing the, the two um, CDMs. And I'm thinking, if he has a, um, if he's like, you know what, let's not go with Rodri and Gundogan or Rodri and Fernandinho, and then let's drop one of them, just play, I don't know, Fernandinho, and then go De Bruyne and, I don't know, Foden or Bernardo Silva. Bernardo Silva. Yeah. On choices. Yeah. Like, say they did that. All of a sudden, they could look a lot more dangerous going forward if they, you know, what I mean. But then, and that that I guess that'll be against teams that sit back. But then when they come up, but then if they were to do that against teams that counterattack, like a Manchester United, for example, um, then City will get yeah, hurt. Love. Yeah, mm. City will get hurt. So I don't know. I just feel like Petrus needs to get that balance, and they might, they might suddenly hit form. But you just never. I don't know. It's a it's a weird one. It's a weird one. Um, he just probably needs to pick his games right in it and study his opponent a bit more. That's what I think, anyway. But yeah, just like leading on onto, onto United then. So um it's been an interesting start to the season. <laughs> Roller coaster for a United fan. Um so obviously we're just gonna talk about Oli and just and just get that get him out of the way. So like for me, okay, statistically, it's a it's a good start to the season. Uh, United um Obviously, got Leicester on Saturday. If United were to beat Leicester, it's the early kickoff. Then they go within two points of Liverpool. So, so statistically, it's a good start. Um, are we improving? 
I think the results are giving the players more confidence, so we look sharper. I thought that yesterday, even though it's the Carling Cup game, it was it was up against Everton's first team, and I think that that was our best performance this season because it's the first time United have dominated the game against a team that's like come like also kind of sitting back as well. My my thing has been if you check United's results, like we, I think, I actually think we're one of the most dangerous teams on the counter, like just around. So I feel like the teams that we've beaten, i.e. like uh, um, Leeds recently, they came to the game proper naive, in my opinion. They came and was doing their thing. Four, was it? They played 4-1, four, 4-1, one, four, one, yeah? And and literally, as soon as they lose the ball, that the, like United just killed them. Just killed them. Yeah. And, no, uh, to be honest, I don't think it's naive to you, though. I think that's just well. You, you could. I know what you mean by it's yeah. naive, but them man do, do they, they? They know what they're gonna do. So yeah. I don't know if it's naive because yeah, well, it's just that's it's just like, their it's philosophy, though, isn't it? Yeah, they just go into like a heavyweight thing, and it's like a heavyweight fight. But they're saying, nah, nah. There's no need for hands up. Just straight, straight bangs. That's Dubois and Drace, bro. You know what I'm saying? Mm, yeah, <laughs> exactly. The jabs. The jabs. <laughs> man's nose is bust. Man, man's got the cut in the eye. Yeah, just keep going, bro. But like, so for me, like when I look at United, I think to myself, okay, like we're beating teams that come and play us, isn't it? Anyone that comes to play us, we're going to beat them. But then, but then you've also got to look at the other results. Like some coaches have come and said, you know what? We know United are playing counter. So you know what? We're just going to sit back as well. Ends up being a boring score, uh, nil-nil. Or the Arsenal game, we lost one-nil, but it was just a pen. Or, or... Um, or when Man United have tried um, earlier in the season have tried to attack teams that sit back, boom, they counter and batter us. Um, Spurs, um, Crystal Palace. Do you understand? So when I'm so I'm thinking to myself, mm, has Oli learnt or whatever? But then yesterday was like when I was watching the game. I don't know what it was. Just yesterday was the first time I'd seen us, and I was like, I was like, do you know what? That wasn't too bad. Um, so obviously, uh, he's the the amount of times that he's got the um, get out of jail card. He's played the get out of jail card this season. I think there's been at least three occasions he's been one game away from getting sacked, um, and he's always like pulled out a result or the team's pulled out a result in that moment in time. And now he's really got out of jail now because it it sounds like Poch has gone to um, going to PSG. Yeah, he's about to go to PSG. So so. I think that um, United this season, like it would be interesting to see if we're going to be able to now impose our game on teams that sit back. If that happened, if if there is a change in that aspect, then I would begin to say, you know what, we're in and about what's going on. Until then, we have to see if that, like, what yes, if yesterday's thing transfers to the league, I'll be curious to see what happens. For now. Um, um, I won't get my hopes up too much. I still think Liverpool are the um, strongest team in the Prem at the moment, but we'll see how it goes. What's your thoughts on United, actually? What are you thinking? <laughs> you're, you're a bit, yeah, you're a bit, man, yeah. you're, 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 you're winning, isn't it? <laughs> you're winning at the moment. Like, no, there's not much more to say. Like, to be honest, I said it, I think I said it, Matt, I said it on the channel, I said it to someone else. I mean, there was that end of the day. Even though everyone was moaning about your form, you're only really using losing big in Europe. Well, obviously apart from the first few games, you're only really losing in Europe, 
Um, you're winning your away games in the Prem. Whether you deserve the points or not is another question, but you've got the points and you always had the game in hand and you still have it. So, as you said, if you win against Leicester, you'll be two points off top. So, grand scheme of things, it seems to be working out. But um, I'd probably say every time things start going well for United, there's always something around the corner. Mm. And now that Potter has gone or going or whatever, it might be another turn of the road, but I don't know. Like, we'll just see what yeah. happens. Yeah, going to be a tough one, though. And yeah, 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 of course. Leicester's, Leicester's going to be a tough one, isn't it? But what, the, like, if you check it, Leicester, if you check it now, Leicester, for example, are now, they don't just sit back and counter anymore, they are under Brendan. They play football. They play yeah, football. Yeah, they come to play. So in my mind, I'm thinking to myself, hmm, if they come to play United, we could hurt them. Maybe, I, but they beat I, I feel like Spurs, anyone who... City and Spurs, City, Arsenal, they've beaten all of them. Mm. Clean. <laughs> it's not even those guys, the games will be clean. Yeah, no, but Arsenal's no. probably done the best against them, but um, everyone because I think it was only one nil. Mm. I know so, it's, it's going to be interesting to see anyway. That's an interesting game on the weekend, to be fair. Um, all right, let's talk about one of the other ones. So let's move on to Chelsea. So, um, I'll let you start with this one and then I'll jump in. Like, what's your thoughts on Chelsea season so far? Where are we, fifth, sixth, fifth? Um, you know. This is what it is to be honest. I um, it was a tough game on Monday against West Ham. It did a double of us last season, um, mm. so it was good to get the points. And I think the main thing for Chelsea at the moment is getting the wingers back um, and deciding where, who he wants to play and where he wants to play it. Because I think further forward is where the issues are coming from. Um, Werner's been not very good at the moment. And okay, oh, let me been, jump in there. Let me jump in. Shocking. Let me Go jump on. in there. Let me jump in there on Werner. So remember earlier in the season, yeah? Yeah, I yeah it must was be game... best position. Yeah, but it must be like game one or game two. I was like, hang on a minute, lads. Like, what type of a forward is he? Because to me, he looks like someone that needs space in behind, yeah? And and the way the Prem's moving right now, with a lot of teams like doing the counter-attacking thing, he's not getting a lot of space in behind, hence why they're putting him out on the wing, yeah? To 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 feed, get his, um, feel, his, feel his way into the game. So, if and obviously, it looks to me like obviously that investment was made for him to be your prime number nine, isn't it? So, yeah, what's your Bro, who, who knows? Like, in the, mm. the day, he doesn't want to lose Giroud. He likes Tammy Abraham and he likes playing a big striker. So, that means he has to go on the wing, basically. <laughs> That's basically the way I look at it. <laughs> Simple as that. And, yeah, people are saying about this and that, but some of the chances he's missing, nothing to do with where he's playing because he should be scoring those okay. about where he's playing. So far as I'm missing sitters? Not sitters. They're not sitters. But <laughs> against West Ham, West, against West Ham, he had one, if not two, really good chances. And uh, basically, keeper saved them, but he should have scored. He should have scored. Um, okay. And he's had a few of those this season. Um, but yeah, no, it's, we are where we are. Like I, I think when the wingers come back, um, well, I say winners when ZH comes back, basically, because Hudson Adoy and Pulisic are both back, actually. When mm. ZH comes back, I think we'll be a bit more of a tastier prospect. But till then, kind of on ice, like we'll just grind our way through games, but take the points if we can get them, just take the points till he comes back. Okay, and we're, and obviously, there's, there's like, listen, like Chelsea have done some good in, good deals, obviously, with um, Chilwell throughout the seasons. He's obviously been a good sign, he's got injured now. So, so, so that injury news, obviously, fancy football fans, boy, you got we got something to do there anyway. But um, 
and obviously Thiago Silva's coming and just been a boss. Um, but there's an elephant in the room. Let's talk about Kai. What's going on? Like, what's his, what's Kai's role? Where should he be? Oh, no, I spoke about this. I spoke about yeah. this on the last episode. So I said it to Dills. It's an L, bruv. First time I saw him play for Chelsea, I was a bit like, I'm not sure, you know. And the problem is... Oh, good. The problem is, it's not that... The, the real problem is that if we're going to play him, he actually basically, to play this like number 10-ish, he basically kind of needs to just be playing off the striker in essence mm. for it to work. Because um, that way, at least, if he's in the box with someone else, then there's two people in the box. Just change it. Okay, obviously, I'll put more people in the box. Like, I have a winger from the alternate side mm. can come in. But my point is, if he's in the box, he's, he's big and he's... Well, okay, Strong's probably... He's only 21. But the point of view, he's got, he's got presence mm. in essence because of his size. So you should be in the box for these kind of things and then he'll get goals. Simple as ABC, really. He doesn't need to be dribbling past people and playing that slender through ball. He can, probably, and while playing the through ball, dribbling past people might be a bit more... He can obviously dribble past people, but it's, it's a bit limited. But in terms of... He needs to basically be in the right areas to get goals because that's the kind of thing he was doing before. Mm. Getting in the right area to get goals. So... Is he is he, a 10? is he a number 10? What is he? Smay is, is, is confusing because, to be honest, sometimes they were playing him up front last year. Yeah. Um. So, but my point is, he's definitely, let's be realistic, he's not a striker. Mm. He's, he's definitely not a Prem striker anyway. If you look at yeah. it, just his, maybe his attributes and the way he plays, he's definitely not a, ten, a striker. So, he basically needs to be playing, as I said, he play, for, my, for me anyway, he needs to be playing off the striker. For, for him to be effective so okay. which means that's going to put more pressure on the midfield mm. um, on the two so which is another thing but let's just see what happens really okay. not do it he needs runners around him and he probably needs runners which aren't necessarily like Werner mm. it would have been better on the wing anyway it would have been better if Werner was playing through the middle and you had Pulisic and Ziyech I think that creates a bit more movement and a, a bit more to it. Like, mm. But we are where we are, isn't it? We'll see what happens. Mm. Okay. All right. So, all right. Next club to talk about, obviously, is Spurs. Um, mm. Spurs, obviously, they've had a uh, kind of like they've had an interesting start to the season, I guess. Um, obviously, once again, like we mentioned earlier, they got that huge result over United and. Um, pretty much Kane and um, Son have been on good form throughout the season. Um, Bale's been looking at Bale's looking like some old man. To be fair, he's, he's finished. He's, finished. he's, he's done, done out here, bro. He's done out here. He's bro. When he's running, it's like it's like there's a ghost pulling back his shirt, bro. Like I might lie, I watched a bit of that Stoke game, but I weren't really checking for him. Still, I didn't realize he was playing at first. I didn't realize he's he he so slow. His his mobility is limited. Um, I don't play football. Huh? So I absolutely don't play football for two years. Bro, just came listen, over here for a, for a free trip to London. Listen, now, listen, everybody can see why now, yeah? Like, obviously at the time there was a lot of noise, but now, listen, Zidane was right, bro. When Zidane... <laughs> I don't know about that. Bro, when Zidane was watching... You don't play for two training, years, bro. though. Yeah, but you don't play for two years. This is what's going to happen. Bro, bro. he's so... Like, if, if Arsenal bring back Ozil now, do you think he's going to be a world beater? Um, no, like, it won't be... I don't think Ozil's going to be... Ozil hasn't got mad injuries, in it? Like, Bale, more time he's got mad injuries. Like, he looks like if he goes full pelt, his hammy's going to snap, bro. Yeah, but Hazard's had a few as well, though. 
And to be honest, let's put it this way. You say mm. that about um, Real Madrid, but they could have used him. Whether or not he, 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 um, you could say, okay, you could say now nah, he looks finished and blah, blah, blah. But it's not like Real Madrid were bloody moving like, even not them out of the Champions League last year. Because I'm sure they, were, they went out early. Was it Dortmund? No, it wasn't Dortmund. Was it PSG? No. Who knocked out Madrid last year, bro? I don't know. I can't think. If it wasn't Liverpool, it definitely weren't Chelsea. Man City. Man City knocked them out. Shocking. Man City. <laughs> Good. That's shocking. Yeah, Man City knocked them out. Yeah, exactly. So That's shocking. They weren't even really in those games. I remember those games. They weren't really... They weren't in them mm. like that. I think they lost I the first one. I don't know, man. Bale just looks... I don't know. Bale, like, it, I reckon Zidane saw this and he said... He said, allow it. He said... He said, allow it. <laughs> He said, allow it, Yeah, but then, then, then when, yeah, but the thing with Zidane is, remember last yeah. year when he wanted to go to China? They stopped it. Yeah. So what, for what? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. That man would have paid the wages as well. So. It's a weird one, isn't it? But yeah, so yeah, so like Spurs, I don't know, man. Like, obviously, obviously we've got to talk about the boss. We've got to talk about um, Mourinho and his tactics. So, yeah, we all know, like, like you mentioned, like you, um, Sort of mentioned earlier, with Mourinho, he, he he's his approach to big games tends to be yep. Yeah, I don't as long as we don't lose, it's a good result, yeah. And then we'll try and beat the other teams. So, so he 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 Spurs team are pretty much compact, quite a compact team. Obviously, like I said earlier, Kane and Son are the ones really just pulling them through. Um, obviously, Holberg's come in and done a good job in midfield. Um, Don Belay's playing all right. The left back's playing pretty well. Um, uh, what's his name? Regulion. Regulion is that you mm. say his name? Regulion. Yeah. So, so like, like they've been. He's he's made them more sturdy. But then, um, obviously, there was the, the whole talk, talk was are they title contenders? And I think now we've. It's, I think it's been revealed now that really just they're just top four contenders now. They're not. They're not. Wow. So who are the title contenders though then? I mean, listen, right now, it's only really Liverpool, isn't it? Re- Liverpool. Yeah, Liverpool. Yeah, yeah. All right, fine. Liverpool, Liverpool are, are the um, the standout team. Obviously, as a United fan, it hurts to say it. I mean, listen, my, 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 listen, I would love to have a title race this season with Liverpool. And you know, if we was to ever do one over Liverpool, listen, you know that right? I've got a flip, you know, I've got a hit list of people lined up, Rubey. Yeah. Yeah, but you you, you, cool, you cool. got them soon though. Yeah, listen, I'm listen. Um, anyway, let me not hype because this could get pulled up real quick. So let's just say, let's just say that game that game's coming around soon, in it, and we'll see what's going on in it. But um, but yeah, like for me, for me, Liverpool are the outstanding team. But yeah, like so in regards to Spurs, I just think like they're top four contenders. Um, yeah, what's your views on them? What's your what's your views? My lord, like Spurs, man. Mm. Yeah, man, I'm not really interested in them to be honest. They'll get top four probably. I don't know who's gonna get top four actually. Let me not make no guesses, but mm. all I know is they're a bit. You know what they? We know what they're about, man. They're just hit for that counter thing and let them play, and we'll see what happens. Kane all usually gets injured anyway, mm. eventually in the season, and that usually hurts them. So let's see what happens when Kane gets injured. See if they've got see, enough. You see the guy, the other guy, been scoring in Europe. You know that Vinicius. Yeah, but come on, bro. Like, even Pepe's got like six goals in Europe, bro. Man can't even hit. Yeah. All right. So that, shot, that, shot yesterday. That, 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 that helps us to slowly move into 
a team that is is I think it's safe to say they're they're formally part of the big six now. Um, nah, 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 nah. They're not. They're not. For, you talking about Arsenal? Yeah, formally they part, can't of, be part of the. Nah, nah, nah. You formally can't be relegation battles. Yeah, that's no, to say no. they're formally. Listen, the big oh, six now. Oh, former. Yeah, former. Yeah, six, six, big six now. Okay, I, say, I understand what you're saying. Sorry, I would sorry. say that Leicester have replaced Arsenal in the big six. I'd um, say Leicester. Yeah, I'd say I'd say Leicester have taken Arsenal's place. In terms of recent times in the big six, because Leicester's always up there and Arsenal's kind of like kind this of is, this is one of the league, bro. <laughs> exactly, in recent history as well. So um, but yeah, so Arsenal man, okay. <sighs> All right, they're having a shocker, yeah. Like they're having a shocker. And Arsenal's problem is once again is going forward. Like it's, it's, you know what? Am I being generous? It's kind of all no, over. It's not just going forward. Yeah, it's not just going yeah, forward. But they've got Chelsea on Saturday, so I'm going to be careful what I say. Yeah. Well, let me not I, jinx that situation. If you know, I let you start this one. What What do you think is going wrong at Arsenal? They don't know what they're doing. Mm. That's basically it. These, these players don't know what they're doing. It's simple as that. Um, it doesn't. It seems like games just drift with them. There's no real emphasis. Like there's no, there's nothing really going on in the games in general. And then obviously, and they just seem to concede the game a lot in general. Like, mm-hmm. and I think the last game, I don't know who did, who did they play last in, after before Man City. Was it? It wasn't Southampton. It was someone else. West Ham. No, it was Southampton. Mm, I don't remember, but they played a game. I think it might have been in the weekend and. Mm. It was very... I believe they lost, actually. Burnley? Or was that the Monday? Well, didn't Arsenal lose to Southampton? No, nah, they drew. 1-1, one, one, didn't they? Walcott. Didn't know. they draw that game? I'm sure they drew that one. Oh, it was Burnley they lost to. And obviously yesterday, Arsenal got hammered. Yeah, oh, lo- Arsenal lost to Everton. Ah, that was it, Everton. Okay, mm. so... Yeah, it's like the game just... They just don't do anything. I remember, yeah, they lost two one. They just don't, yeah. they just don't do anything because Pepe scored a pen. They just don't do anything in the games, and, that, and they're not scoring from open play, which kind of sums it up. Um, nothing is really happening in the match. Mm. There's not, there's not enough. You can say it's not enough creativity, but throughout the team, there's there's problems, and I think it's a they're just a bit lazy. They seem a bit lazy as well. That's a weird one to say they're lazy as well, though, because obviously, with with Arteta, he's obviously tried to f- focus more on the workhorses, though. Putting El Nenny in, obviously he signed up Thomas. Tobias, yeah, these, these people seem like Tobias. I don't think he covers much. I would doubt he covers much. Yeah, ground, yeah. And and William, boy, don't know I don't know, man. Like, like with Arsenal, listen, we can even go in on this club because let's let's actually really look at the journey. And you know what, Arsenal fans who's watching, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, so let's just go all the way back to when you guys was leaving Highbury. Yeah. When you guys left Highbury and, and you got the new stadium, the whole talk was, boom, for the next couple of years, we're going to be paying off the stadium. And then when we finish paying off the stadium, we're going to start making huge investments. We're going to be competing financially with the biggest clubs in Europe when it comes to acquiring players. All right. You go through a couple of years, you pay off your stadium. Now, I was trying to think about this the other day. Who, who've Arsenal he- invested heavily in? No, they have to spend a lot. Lacazette was 60 million, wasn't he? Is Lacazette 60 million? 
I'm sure it was about that, you know. <laughs> Unless I'm seeing things. No, no, no. Let, let me check. 60 million that. for and, real. And man we know Pepe's 72. Man, put, well, that 60 million's gone to that beard, bro. No, I'm sure. I'm sure, I'm sure Lacazette was that. I'm sure. Maybe I'm mad. I don't know. What's going on there, bro? Let me see. Lacazette. I'm checking this now. Because I'm sure. Maybe it was 50, but I'm sure but, I remember. Uh, high money. But Arsenal's big signings in like recent years. Okay, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. So it says it was the, the, the fee was okay, it's not 60 million. It was 46.5 million mm. plus 6.1 million in add ons. So it's basically yeah, about yeah. 52. 60 yeah, million, 52. Yeah. Ah, whatever. We'll put 8 million away. It's 50 million. Right, so Lacazette. It's not change. They put money Pepe. into that. They put money into Pepe. That's over what, a four-year, five-year plan. Aubameyang was how much? Forty. Hold on, Pepe's in total what? Seventy-two. I'm sure he's seventy-two. Hey, listen. But it's over. It's over a long period. <laughs> it has right. to be seventy-two. There's okay. no way it wasn't seventy-two. I remember because everyone was taking the mic. Okay. So, so Pepe. Seventy-two. Yeah, Pepe. seventy-two million. Mad. Okay, then you've got um, Bamiang. How much is a Bamiang? Uh, I think he's probably about forty. Then obviously they've invested in Thomas Party recently. He's the most recent one. Mm. Um, Fifty-six oh, million. Who's that? Bamiang. Okay. Fifty-six. So with so yeah with them, you got to remember with them. I think okay. Uh, I guess they have invested in the squad then. That's a lot of money. Yeah, it's, really. not, it's not like they haven't spent yet. Yeah. They, it hasn't borne fruits, but it's not like they haven't spent no money at all. Mm. Like, the reality is as well, okay, remember, like, I don't know. I, was about I, feel like the, I feel like the club's really, it's the club from the top is is, is mismanaged, like, pretty much badly, yeah. And, um, like, the, like you got to remember, Arsenal charged the highest season ticket prices in Europe, bro. Yeah, but that's because they're in London as well, though. That's part of it. Yeah, but bro, that's it's really bad because listen, let's 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 call a spade a spade. As of today, Arsenal in a relegation battle. As of today, yeah. And worst case scenario, I don't think Arsenal will get relegated, but you know what I mean. Is what it is. But just saying, as it is. Well, today. But if worst case, 2020 is mad fam. Listen, when you're talking about having to sell players and drop the wage and chop the wage bill, all this and that, it will be a mazine for Arsenal, bro. It will be, it will be mad. I don't know. It would, it would. <laughs> but no, there's not even a proper but. It would, but they'd have to do it, bro. And we are where we are, fam. Big teams have gone down before. Arsenal, you'd say it would be crazy, but. I don't know. Like, mm. well, it would be, but it's okay. Realistically, they get relegated, deserve it, bro. Mm. They know where they are right now, and they've got plenty of money and time to sort this out. So if they get relegated, good, good for them. Listen, if they're, I just hope we get the three points on the weekend. If they, if they get relegated, it's going to be problematic for the fan base. It'd be mad. Let, let alone, let alone. <laughs> <laughs> Away to Millwall and that at the den. You know what I'm saying? They don't want, to, they don't want that. Bro. Just yeah. just but for me, stuff. like, if, if they were to get relegated, mate, listen, I'll expect United to run straight in and take Saka. Take Saka on a cheap as well, bro. Take Saka. I think Man City. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, if you get relegated, you know, you know, you have to start selling your players on a cheap. Yeah. 
Listen, yeah, I, listen, Saka would have to come and meet like to the club immediately, bro. After that, it's a it's a bit peak, but yeah, man, it's it's it's, it's serious trouble for Arsenal, man. So yeah, um, just want to move on to the next topic then. So, like I know recently the the team of the year, the FIFA team of the year came out. Um, I haven't actually seen it, so I'll let you run with this one. Let me let me think, see if I know this all off head. So, in goal was Allison, um, right back Trent, centre backs Thiago and um, Thiago Van Dijk and Ramos, left back Alfonso Davies. Let's go back. Okay, let's just get the major awards out of the way. So, Champions League winners this year is Bayern, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, but Liverpool won the World Club Championship. Was that this year? Yeah, but come on, man. You know, no, no, no. But I'm just trying to think about it. How FIFA would think about it. So, did they win it? Not, no, nothing to do with it, bro. Yeah, because Klopp but... won it. Klopp won it last year as well. Okay, so Bayern, Bayern won the Champions League. Okay, so, okay, so okay, Allison, I've got no argument with that. Trent, Trent's right back, right? Yeah, he is. For the year, or the problem is I can't think of who would go in above him, but he's not that great. I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry, he is not that great. Ah, Trent's a Trent's a baller, man. I know he's you mean not that great. defensively. There's the problem, but Trent's a good baller. Yeah, man. That's the point, fam. End of the day, it's not just about. Anyway, we'll see. We'll see when the Euros come in it because he probably won't even be in on starting right back. <laughs> I'm not saying the shots. I'm saying, I'm saying the facts. Okay. What are you saying? What are you saying? Lampty? No, joking, I'm joking. But yeah, go ahead. I'm not even joking, bro. Anyway, <laughs> so that's one. So that's one. Uh, and Ramos, okay. I don't understand how Ramos is making that team every all the time. Hang on. So it's, I don't... it's um, Trent, then Ramos. Trent, VVD, Ramos, and Alfonso Davis. Alfonso Davis makes sense because he caused a lot of damage, bro, in that Champions League. But... And Van Dyke, fair enough. But Ramos, Ramos. for what? All they did last year was score pens for Spain. I know they won La Liga. Fair enough, they won La Liga. That's true. But Ramos, come on, behave yourself, bro. That man is just throwing names in there for just for the sake of throwing names in there, bro. But I'm not, I'm not, not with that one. I'm sorry. I'm not adding that. Okay. Actually, you know what? Have I got man? I can't think of any other centre-backs who've had a good season. Like, I mean, this is going to sound depends dumb. What league, depends what league you're looking at, though, isn't it? Yeah. Is it, and it's a bit liberty because, to be honest, Obviously, the only person, the only league I really watch, well, I don't really watch Spanish football anymore anyway. Um, Italian football is kind of dead. German football, they're going to throw Botang in there. So, unless they're going to do something like, say, Thiago Silva, then hmm. I, I can see your point. But I don't care. Ramos shouldn't be in that team. Whoever you're going to put in, Ramos shouldn't be in that team. He's done nothing. For, in my opinion, he's done nothing to be in that team because he's probably been in it for the past four or five years anyway. I can't, can't be going on past reputations. Obviously, that's what they're doing with him. Mm. But I don't think, I don't recall him having an outstanding year of 2020. He probably just picked up another five red cards. Trust me. All right, who's the midfield? Um, What's the system? 4 3 3. 4 3 3. So it's uh, Kimmich, Thiago. Uh, who's the other center mid? Oh, I think it's De Bruyne. To be honest, I can't argue with that. Go on, go on. Try and bring up Fernandez or something like that. 
even though he only, he only, only there was only even was, though he was only at Man United for half a season, he was only at Man United for half a season, so it doesn't count. But go on. No what? All right, no. He's no. top of the Premier League for assistant, assistant, uh, assists, assists, and chances created. Kevin De Bruyne. Kevin De Bruyne. Okay. So there's not even any question, bro. He's in and Kimmich and 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 Thiago Alcantara speak for themselves. And whether it's for club or country, that's not a debate. Whether it's for club or country, Kevin De Bruyne is, is on point, fam. I, I, I don't think anyone could take. I don't see anyone taking him out of that team. The, the fact that I can't think of any other name is is probably an issue. Um, and the only and like you said, the only other person statistically that comes close is um, is Bruno. However, at that point in time, he wasn't playing Champions League. And you can't well, it's FIFA World Pro, not Champions League. I know, but that I also think, yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to look at like what level were they playing at? You know, of course, of course, I yeah. agree, I agree. I'm just so, saying, I'm just so saying. for me, yeah, it's all good that Bruno's done what he's done in the Prem, and previous to that, it was in the Portuguese League, um, for the year of 2020. Um, and there's only a little bit in the Portuguese League actually for this year because then he came straight to United for the for most of the year, innit? So you're only going by Premier League. And maybe because for international, it's not like he's really done like great. So yeah, I can understand why Bruno wouldn't be ahead of KDB uh, to get in that team. But however, I'm thinking, is there other midfielders across Europe who've done better than KDB? You could struggle. You could struggle. Who who did Bayern play in the final? PSG. PSG. Okay. Behave, bro. It's Ratty, Idris Gay, and. It, it actually doesn't even play most because he's injured. So it's just a gay and yeah. it's, it's not happening. All right. And the other finalists were who? Leipzig and Leon. Okay. Oh no. Yeah, it was Leon. Yeah, it was Leon. All right. Cool. All right. You're not cool. going to get there, bro. You're not yeah, going to get there, bro. Push on. You're not going to be team. Up, up front. Uh, Lewandowski, yeah. Ronaldo, and Messi. And to be honest, Again, it's a bit like going on past reputations mm. with Messi and probably maybe more Messi than with Ronaldo, but because at least you can say Ronaldo won Syria. But hasn't hasn't um, Marnie had a good year though, bro? That's what I said. Yeah, well, I mean, that's what I said. But yeah, that's that, so, so, so Salah, right? But technically, Champions League, that man got popped. There's a case for that. There's a case. Yeah, no, but there's a case for both of them. I mean, to be honest, though, do you know what it is? It's them stat pad players, though, isn't it? So players like um, Ronaldo and, and and Messi, like, they just continuously have high numbers all the time. Yeah, yeah, you, you, so, yeah so to some extent. So you can't have it both ways, I think. Yeah. They already put, they already put two Liverpool players in there anyway, so... So who got... Um, what about manager of the year and that? No, that's... Who is it? There, bro. Klopp. Jürgen. Because mm. he won the Premier League. I don't know why. I, I didn't vote, so... Wait. Isn't... Hold on. We're going to get into that, bro. <laughs> we're going to get into that. We're going to get hold into on. that. So if you're in Premier I'm League, you get, you get manager of the year. I've got, I've, got, I've got a point on this, but we're going to get into that. Don't worry, we're going to get into that. Wait, listen. So we're trying to say, yeah, if Oli was to win the Premier League, he's going to win FIFA manager of the year. Based on this, we'll get into that. That's not necessarily <laughs> true, but we'll get into that. Okay, all right. All you right, know where I want to get into it. All <laughs> right, let's move on to the next topic, innit? Um, 
So, like, yeah, we've been doing this lately. Just to have a little fun and games with this. Um, so we're going to do start, sub, sell. Um, the three players we're going to focus on are a bit of a complicated position for England. And that is um, their attacking mid slash number eights slash whatever you want to call them. So I was thinking to throw Foden in there, but I'm not going to go with Foden. We're going to go with Mount, Grealish and Madison. Start. All right, let me ask you a question. Yeah. So, but you know England plays three at the back. Yeah. But so them guys, what? You, you would argue all of them guys need to be in England squad. I don't disagree with you, but mm. if England's playing three at the back with two wing backs, that means there's and we know Kane, Sterling, and Rashford, right? Probably. Let's be realistic. Yeah. Which means there's only two places in the middle of the park, and Henderson's got one of them. So that one probably got Declan Rice, which means probably none of them get in the team from. <laughs> <laughs> To be, and you know what? It's actually it's very interesting you say that, yeah, because like them man are ballers, bruv. Like all of them are ballers. Like, and if we want to throw in the fourth guy, Foden, like to be fair, Foden, Grealish, Madison, Mount need to be all in this squad. And to be no, fair, no, no, they'll, they'll probably all be in the squad, but let's be real, bruv. But not and, one and of them should, They should be on the pitch, bruv. No, no, um, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not basing it on the England formation. I'm just saying. No, no. If it's 4-3-3 three, three, or like a 4-2-3-1, then one of them could definitely play. Mm. But if it's not, they won't, there's no chance, bro. Mm. Because Henderson Henderson has to play and Declan Rice has to play as well. Those are like his stalwarts. I'm not saying they have to play. I'm saying that is the worst going to happen. And you know that you can, you can wish for much as you like, but you know that you know them two are going to start. Listen. He's not dropping Henderson. You know, it'll be sick. And then my love Declan Rice, bruv. Listen, if they played 4 3 3, yeah, and they had one DM in the form of Declan, because Declan's got the energy and the lungs to get around. And if it's not even Declan, even men like Kelvin Phillips as well can do it as well. But mm. if they were to play 4 3 3 with one, with a, with a hold, one holding, yeah, then you can now explore two in the form of. A Foden, a Mount, a Grealish, a Madison. Yeah, if you're going you know I mean? to play two, the only one who, let's put it this way, them, two of them are more, in fact, basically two slides. Mm, definitely two of them are more 10 than, 10 than, 10 than eight. Mm. Madison and um, Grealish are more 10 than eight. Yeah. So you could sneak, you could, because in essence, um, wow, how am I forgetting his name? Mount comes in for Chelsea coming at, at, at around centre mid, kind of. Mm. And it's a bit of a mixture between him and Kante and Jorginho. And mm. um, Kante, Jorginho and um, Kovacic. So he could come in, as, in essence, as a CM. But in the grand scheme of things, and then obviously we have to play Grealish because I think he's not, not signing over any of them. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think... I think Madison's a bit injury-prone. And I, I think he... I, I'm, I think if, if, if it was just based on quality, you start Grealish. If it's based on... More likely, what the formation is going to be and politics. You play Mount. Mm. What's your what, then, What's your personal start sub start sub cell? So, say for example, only one of them can get in. What's your start sub cell? What, what, playing where? Okay, let's just go just 10. making stuff up. Ten. Okay, yeah. well, it has to be Grealish, right? So it's going to be Grealish. Um, I pick Mount. You know, do you know what? Do you know what Madison is? 
I do, and not that it's, and to be fair, you could say this about me. Do you know what I need to see? I need to see more Madison playing at the highest levels. Uh, okay. I don't really see him playing for England or like, because even though Aston Villa is not yes, in I don't think, European I've competitions. Has he played exactly. for England? Even, no, he must have. Okay. Actually, I don't know. I don't know. I I'd assume he must have. He gets picked, he's, in, he's injured. Injured. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking as well. So, while I know Grealish, he'll do the job anyway. So, that's why I can pick Grealish and, and put him in there. And Mount does play in Europe. So, I think it gives him a bit of an advantage. But Madison, at the highest level, I just don't see him. So, I, from there, I just can't give it to him. I just can't. I just have to get rid of him. What about you? Yeah. Do you know what? I'm going to have to agree with you. I'm going to go with the same three. I'm starting Grealish. I'm starting Grealish regardless of, like, Grealish starts in my England team. Like, say regardless of formation. What are you going to play in DMF, bro? <laughs> <laughs> you're playing with the two. You're going to get breached. You're going to get breached. No, but maybe one of Rashford or Sterling would get dropped for Grealish for me, bro. Like, Gre- never stop dropping Sterling, bro. Listen. And that, to be fair, Rashford will probably get dropped because he's trying to do that whole uh, universal credit increase, bro. But I know the government will like So Rashford definitely you know get dropped. You know what? Like, to be fair, yeah, this sounds mad. I will start Rashford over Sterling, bro. But we'll get, that's another discussion, isn't it? But um, it'll never happen. But Grealish, yeah, this is gonna like this is gonna sound mad to some, but I've been really like when I've been watching Grealish. Do you know who he reminds me of, bro? Don't say Zidane. No, 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 no. He reminds me of Neymar, bro. Not, not in terms of that like, the skill factor, though. Grealish has skill. Just the areas they pick the ball up and the way... Yeah, they... I can see... Do you know what I mean? To some extent, but they always, I'd say the difference he does, is he's he a lot exactly stronger. exactly the same thing as Neymar. Like, they pick the ball up and they always try to take on, like, two or three players. They always, like, drag um, two or three players towards them. They win the most amount of free kicks. I swear Grealish has got some stupid amount no, of... No, it definitely gets fouled yeah. Like, when I watch Grealish and just how he plays, he rem- he, he's like Neymar, bro. He's like Neymar for real, mm. and, and when I'm thinking, when I'm looking at that, I, I love players who just kind of take responsibility. Grealish should be starting. Grealish is levels, you know, bro. Like, listen, a top six side. You know, it was banter at the beginning of the season when they were charging. When they said, "If you want it, you're, was it was it eighty? Well, I don't think it was banter to be honest. I, I realistically, I said it. If thing is eighty million, he should definitely have been eighty million. Maguire's eighty million. <laughs> Man should have just paid the money because the problem now is going to be 100. <laughs> bro. And I remember a few years ago when Tottenham wanted him and they said 40 million and Tottenham were chatting shit. They yeah, should have paid yeah. Them. They should have paid the money, bro. Yeah. Yeah, Grealish is a... Grealish... Grealish is level. So, yeah, he should be starting for England all the time. That's that's just my opinion. And um, to be honest, it'll be interesting to see where he goes. Um, he, has to, he's, he, he cannot be at Villa next season. Not, no... No disrespect to Villa, and it's if, they get, even... if they get Europa, why not? True, true, but I'm, it's, I'm sure uh, he's probably got like he want he has to Grealish has to play in the Champions League one day, bro. He has to. Right, he could be Matt bro. He could be, he could be Matt You know what I mean? We, they never really get to experience that, but Grealish is levels, man, and it'll be good to see him start in the Euros and just be England's leading player. But anyway, alright, man. So yeah. Moving on, you know what I mean? This is this is the segment that everybody, you know what I mean? People tune in for this. You know what I mean? People, <laughs> people have late nights, you know what I mean? 
they can't get to sleep because they know the next day we're going to be chatting about this topic, and that is the straight red section. So, um, start with you. Who's your straight red? All right, so... My straight red is going to everyone from all these national teams that decided to give Jurgen Klopp this award for the second year in a row. Um, yeah. The award's only been going for four years. Um, and the winners are starting with 2016, Claudio Ranieri, 2017, Zinedine Zidane, 2018, Didier Deschamps, 2019, Jurgen Klopp, 2020, Jurgen Klopp. So Jurgen Klopp's won two out of the, basically, well, I say four years, but it's five, right? Yeah, it's five years. So Klopp's wow. won it two out of five, right? And I'm all for, I think Jurgen Klopp's a very good coach. Fantastic coach. Let me not even play it down. But I don't understand what the thought process was to give him this award from those coaches. Yes, Liverpool did win the Premier League, but and people will say the Premier League is the toughest league to win, blah, blah, blah. I don't think you can just rule out all those other leagues like that, first of all. And second of all, hands need to flick. I don't even know how many games Bayern lost last year, but what made the demolition, the way they took out, the way they took care of that Champions League, it was like they were never losing it. It was mm-hmm. strong. It was clean. It was consistent. I think they even did a treble last year. I think did so. Did they win the cup? I'm not sure if they won. They definitely won the league. Mm. They might not have actually. Might, no, I think they did. So, so, so they. I think they did a treble. Um, and I just don't understand it to be honest, because if they were giving it to Klopp the year before for winning Champions League, um, and you're giving it to. Oh, no, listen to what he said. Um, Ranieri won it. He, uh, that's yeah, only because he won the league. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but come on, that's Leicester City, bro. Mm. Let's be real, fam. That, 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 that's like once in a four thousand years situation, bro. That yeah. a team comes because they, they almost got relegated the year before. Yeah, they were yeah, like seventeenth yeah. one day, and then they won the prem. Like the, the difference, the flip, and the difference is too much. While to give it to Liverpool for winning the league, you have to think, okay, did it Deschamps? That makes sense because we won the World Cup to some extent. That makes sense. But to give it to Jurgen Klopp for the Champions League, but not to give it to someone else who also did the same thing, it comes like what? Is it just you give it to the person who wins the Champions League, or I don't even know. I don't even know what the, the context of it is. I don't mm-hmm. even know what the context of it is. Yeah, it's a bit um, it just, it? It, to me, it just doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know it's voted on by specific people, like national team coaches and stuff like that, which is what also won Klopp the award because they actually got the same amount of votes, but. It's for me, it's an L, bruv. And I'm not taking away from that. You. you know what I mean? With the hate. They can at me. They can at me, bruv. But, 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 end of the day, Bayern's record last year, I think it was something done. Like, they lost three games out of like 53 in, in all competitions, something stupid like that. Mm. And they were, the way they destroyed Barcelona, they were impervious. Like, they were still, they were on, on, on job. Yeah. <laughs> they were on job, bruv. And they just looked serious, bruv. So, when Alfonso I'm, I'm David not... did that on the left left wing, bro. This is what I'm saying. So, <laughs> so, so, yeah, for me, that's a for the, for the people that voted for that, that's a red man. That's an L man. Mm. I'm, not, I'm not for that, bro. I'm not for that. What about you? Yeah, like, do you know what? Once again, mine, mine, and I sort of alluded to it earlier. It's just Arsenal, Arsenal. As a club. Yeah. But don't is... do that, man. Yeah, no, it's, it's, do you know what? It used to be they got us on the weekend. Don't, don't jinx it, bro. It used to be funny, man. I used to really enjoy it. Like when Arsenal got a loss, and you can, I mean, you tune in and you see Arsenal fan TV and it's bare pain. But you know what? Now it's not even banter anymore, bro. Like it's not even funny. Like Arsenal are really struggling for real. And I think, like, like yesterday as well, not yesterday, what days, two days ago when they lost to City 4 1, it was like, 
this is embarrassing, man. They're just like, they're just getting, like you said, like the boxing analogy again, bro. Like, like, do you know so mad? It's this time, you know, usually, I remember I'm when, Kel, it, when Kel Brook fought Triple G, yeah? Kel Brook was fight, fighting, fighting for his life, bro. And then eventually he's coached through and through in the towel, bro. I feel like with Arsenal, bro. Dante Wilder. The, 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 yeah, exactly. I feel like with Arsenal, bro, they're just watching, bro. They're just getting punched up, bro. And man, they're not throwing in the towel, bro. It's, the, the, I feel like the, the owners are taking a mick, bro. Listen. But what's like, the owners done, though? Like, oh, yeah, by not sacking Arteta. I think Arteta's at his, at his depth, bro. Yeah, but to be honest, let's be realistic. I know we got them on the weekend, but let's be real, fam. Before he got that job, I don't understand why everyone thought he was going to be such a great coach. That mm. was That's my opinion. Um, from the start, I remember some people said to me, but he's worked under Pep. I'm not going to lie. A lot of people have worked under a lot of managers before. Mm. I don't think that makes any difference to anyone. So, well, it does make a difference, but let's be realistic. How many men have worked under Mike, um, underneath Fergie? You've got Mike Phillips, Carlos Quiros, mm. um, um, McLaren. Yeah, like, didn't really do it. Okay, Chelsea, you say AVB, Brendan Rodgers. All right, Brendan Rodgers is doing a good job, so fair enough. AVB, nah, you're not that guy. Mm. Um, who else? Then we've got who's worked under who else has worked under Pep? You got Van Hal, okay, mm. Mourinho, whatever, bro. My point is, it's not it doesn't work like that, bro. So mm. uh, I don't know what they thought was going to happen, but this is the cost of the experiment, and hopefully it lasts over this weekend. <laughs> ah, right, man. So, ladies and gentlemen, you've been watching the Straight Red Football Channel. Don't forget to like, comment. Share the, share the show as well. It's been your boy Silent K. It's been your boy O Guns. Until next time, peace. Have a good one, peeps. Have a Merry Christmas as well. Yeah, and Happy New Year. If we don't, if, well, let's see what happens over the Christmas games. Because if, if we try to get popped on Saturday, you might not <laughs> see me to the New Year. So Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you too, mate.